0: Hello residents of Meeple Town, this is Dean. Johnny Dongle. And today we're going to be talking about lots of games we've been playing lately, and we're going to be doing reviews of Libertalia and The Magnificent. So thanks for joining us for episode 99. What? What?
1: All right, residents of Meeple Town, if you are here right now, I, I I can't see Dean because I'm going everywhere and I'm searching for my dongle and I cannot find it. That's oh boy. It's like I'm like, I don't see Dean. Dean's waiting for me in the room, but I've lost my dongle. That yeah, is that's true. That's a true story. You're
0: <laughs> that's right. That's, what that's I, right. <laughs> that's a weird name for something, right?
1: I think so. Yeah,
0: You think I, somebody knew that Like when they were naming it? They're like, I know what this is. I know people are going to giggle, and I'm doing it anyway.
1: Maybe. Maybe. You know, Dean, I wanted to bring up this really quick conversation that is not related to board games that I think people would be interested in. Are you a Mac guy or a PC guy? Because I'm a, I'm a Mac guy, but I'm going to make a complaint here for a minute.
0: I'm a Mac guy. Yeah.
1: Okay. I would also say, and preface it with, I've been a PC guy before. I'm not a Mac homer. You know that thinks Mac's poop don't stink. You know what I mean? Those people and yeah, yeah, everything's so great. And Mac this, Mac that. I just prefer them because I feel like they're more stable and more user friendly. And yes, I it's harder to customize things. PC people that are screaming at me right now. I get it, but my Mac never crashes. Never. Don't tell me your PC doesn't crash pretty regularly.
0: It is true. Actually, I've been thinking about that lately because I know people who have had theirs crash. I will say. A few years back, I had to do a video for uh, for my job. It was a big presentation thing I was doing. It was, you know, we're going to have hundreds of people there. I'm presenting this video to them that I had edited. In the midst of finishing up the edit, my Mac crashed. <laughs> and I knew it was coming. It was like, it was an older computer and it was, it was just on its last leg. You were pushing her
1: to her limits, man.
0: Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. I mean, I freaked out. I had to get, uh, I had to back up the hard drive. Somehow. Thankfully, the hard drive didn't crash. I was able to pull the files off of that and re-edit it, but I was, oh man, that was a period of about 48 hours that I, I never want to relive. It was not but
1: fun. You know, that's the point though, like mashes, mashes, whoops, Macs crash so infrequently that you don't even know what to do when it happens.
0: I freaked out. <laughs> yeah, I went and bought a new Mac on that very night.
1: <laughs> but let let now I do know this too. To compl- I let Johnny Gramp Grumpy Pants come on and say Macs are outrageously expensive. They are; they're expensive for what they are. Um, maybe outrageous is not the right word, but maybe. And also, I am so sick of having to have thirty-eight dongles when I buy this. I got this. I have this new MacBook Pro, and I say new. It's been a year old. And it only has one type of connector and I have to have all these dongles and I want to do an episode of Meeple Town remote with Dean and I have to go and I, and I'm, it's Johnny lost his dongle today. Yeah. I'm kicking it old school with plug-in auxiliary headphones right now.
0: (laughs) Oh man. I just got AirPods for the first time in my life, like a couple weeks ago.
1: Pros or regulars?
0: Well, I got the threes, like the the newest ones, for for a reason. Um, they don't have the the noise canceling, yeah. But the sound is supposed to be better from what I was reading than than the pros. But the complaint was that they are big, and so like they can hurt your ears. But they've been fine with me. That's good. But my kids wouldn't be able to use them. My wife wouldn't be able to use them.
1: Well, let me tell you a quick story. All right, It's just gonna be fast and we will get to board games this, here. Do you momentarily. think people care? Yeah, people they do because I oh, was trying to find some AirPod Pros and I was scouring Facebook market and I found someone with them new and sealed for forty five dollars. For those who oh. for those who uh you know, who've been knowing who know, uh what does a new pair cost? $180 or something like that?
0: Yeah, that's it's about pretty right. Expensive. $180, dollars And so
1: I was like, that's eh, worth a flyer. I went and I got them. They were sealed. They looked real. My phone recognized them immediately. And I don't know if they're real or not because they sound terrible whenever I'm speaking, but the it's all good whenever I'm listening, and there was a recall for the same exact year that I have there. So I I've had people examine them and they're like, "I don't know. Like no one can tell yet if they're real or not." So if you have any uh, you know, any expertise out there, Picked it up immediately on my phone. acted like it was real. Act like it's all good. I'm not oh. an expert,
0: but they're stolen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you should have seen the person that. Well, I don't want to describe because if I describe anybody, someone's going to get mad. The way I described them. Did you say you look? You look like you stole these. <laughs> is
0: that? Is that what you told
1: them? She. She did not look like she stole them at all. Okay. I, uh, she looked very nice. As a very nice lady, and so I was okay. There you go.
0: Nice people can steal too. Oh,
1: well, they can. She stole them. She stole them. Maybe. It may be. I mean, she <laughs> might have just jacked him. man. popped him up on that market for 45 bucks and I snatched him up. I thought it was worth a flyer. I thought it was worth $45 to try.
0: Yeah. And I, need I to regret it
1: though because no one can hear me when I'm talking on the phone. I have to go buy something new or maybe I should contact Apple. But then I dropped him on the ground the other day and the whole case just burst all over the floor into pieces.
0: Oh, really? Oh, man. <laughs> I need to get some new ones um, for my wife. Either I, I think probably I'll get the pros for her, mainly because of the fitting on there. Mm. Like how they fit in your ear seems to be more comfortable. There you go. It, okay, we've lost everyone. All right, John, we are, before we get started with all your nonsense, we oh. are approaching episode number 100. Episode number 100. You're going to have to work on that, that jingle. It needs to be a little more upbeat than that. Maybe fireworks in the background, you
1: know, the... Oh wow, that's uh, that's kind of powerful. was serious. Something something like that. I don't anyway. know. I said episode number one hundred. In the back of my mind, it was like even though that wasn't right. Remember those commercials? The real man of genius.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Those were absolutely banging.
0: Those are pretty fantastic. Okay, but what I was getting at is. If anybody wants to add anything to the episode, if you're like, yeah, I'd like to say something to Meepletown, good, bad, or like, I, I'm going to tear these guys apart and you want us to <laughs> read it for our 100th wow. episode, Please why don't you it. just go ahead and you can send us an email, uh, MeepletownGames at gmail.com. You can post it in the guild if you want to do it there. If you're like, yeah, I'd really like to say something audibly, like I want to send in an, audible, an audio file to these guys and maybe they'll play it on the podcast that could happen. I don't know. Send us something. We'll see if you want to do that. If not, we're still going to do our thing, right? I mean, we're still going to have our episode even if you even if you don't want to send any anything at all.
1: We're going to have the episode if we're just talking to ourselves and we listen to ourselves. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a board game kind of poll. This is not a board game poll. It, a board game is in the poll. Oh, okay. It oh, is. okay. I don't know if I
0: actually saw the whole...
1: You might not that. have read the last... Um. response, okay? Okay. So, Dean and I have been out of town on vacation. I was in Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, Smoky Mountain area. My kids picked that so that they can go do escape rooms and go-karts and all that kind of stuff. Uh, my kids liked the escape room the best. They loved it. That's kind of board game related.
0: Yeah, it is. I like escape games.
1: Yeah, I'd never... I'd done one before... And, uh, this one was easy and we absolutely crushed it. And the guy was like, Oh my gosh, that was a really great time. The first time I did it, we didn't win and did horrible. So I don't think I I've never be really lost, smart.
0: but <laughs> on, on one, we were opening the door. Like literally he was reaching out to open the door and we pulled it open before he could grab it. That that's how close we got. That was, I think that was the first
1: one we did. Wow. Yeah. The first one we did was just a bad situation. There wasn't. Yeah. I was with a, a couple people, and I told you this before. My wife wouldn't talk because she didn't want to give the wrong answers. And then there was a group of, um, I guess I will not say. <laughs> I don't. You know, these days, Dean. You know, you say anything, and someone gets offended. <clears throat> Grumpy John's gonna come back out. I'm just you say a group of young men, a group of young women, a group of, you know, older women, a group of older men. And then someone's going to be like, I can't believe that you said that. And like, I'm just like, I'm just telling it like it is. They didn't help at all. And we did horrible. So I'm not going to say, but it was a group of human beings. <laughs> You're going to say millennials. <laughs> weren't you? you? I'm not you, saying anything.
0: Yeah. Hipster. Yeah. Old, old hipster.
1: <laughs> okay. So all right, where did you go on your little vacation as I'm pulling up the poll here? We've
0: been doing a bunch of day trips, like a okay. lot. A lot, a lot.
1: So the question is, based on that, what, where, where, uh, whoops, I lost it. Which vacation spot would you prefer to go to? Okay, Dean. The beach, the mountains, a big old city. It just says a big city, but I just threw that in there. Or a board game convention.
0: (laughs) Oh, I like that you threw that in there. I know this is going to be a tough one now, isn't it?
1: Well, it is, and I had some people say things like, "Well, I I would like to do a board game convention in a big old city." And I'm like, "Well, the problem is, is with Twitter, I only have like 15 or 20 characters, and there's no way for me to do that, unfortunately." Because I thought the same thing. Like I was thinking Uh, of putting some longer ones in there.
0: Here's what I think. I know my answer. I think I know your answer too.
1: Okay.
0: All right. I'm going to say, I'm going to say
1: people are going to say, ah, people
0: are going to say the beach. I don't think they're going to put board game on there.
1: Okay. That is the last place answer. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Listen, Dean,
1: we've had this conversation before. There are absolutely some very attractive people who play board games, but let's just be real. Who are the types of people that are playing a lot of board games, Dean? People like me. They don't. We've already <laughs> we've explained this. They've they've explained themselves, or we've explained ourselves. However, y'all want to say it. That you know, over they don't want to. Sh- people don't want to show much. I okay. say they because I don't mind taking my shirt off and just I don't give a rat's what someone thinks. But um, <laughs> but I we, remember we've had some of those polls about like overalls and stuff, and they're like, I can't expose my body. So oh, you, have, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's what I'm thinking. Oh, that's like, a good call. That's there's a lot a of people call. that that are not, you know, maybe they are attractive and they just don't want to expose their body. It's just not their thing. I think we found that out, that Meeple Town would rather remain as clothed as possible.
0: Yeah, you can just be, being modest, being modest, that's that's okay. doesn't mean you're ashamed. Hmm. All right. Uh, I just was spotted a new
1: pair of Speedos the other day.
0: Was my mom's basement an answer on there? Was that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I should have. Okay.
0: Let's say let's say all right, we'll just say board game convention. I don't think that's right though.
1: It's the number one answer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did not expect that. That's hilarious. Uh,
1: I I was you know, I didn't know what to expect. It actually got thirty-eight point eight percent. And beach got thirteen point four, and then both of the other two were right in the middle. twenty-two point two percent for a big city and twenty-five percent for the mountains. So the mountains were actually the second biggest answer and i would i'm going to surmise that some people were thinking i wouldn't mind renting a cabin out in the mountains and playing board games.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which would that be makes great. Makes sense. So yours is
1: mountains? <clears throat> well, you know, i to be real, it kind of it kind of changes like Yeah. You know, I I love all nature. I really do like that. So I love, I like going to the beach. I think it's a great time. I love going to the mountains, which I just did. It was really nice. Some crisp air, really had a hot tub. Talk, talking about exposing yourself. I had a hot tub. <laughs> oh, um, I didn't, I didn't I do know. that. <laughs> um, But also, you know, I get tired of doing the same thing every year. This is what happened this year is we had gone to the beach several years in a row because we have someone that lets us use their condo down there. And hey, I'm all for a free vacation, but my kids were just getting tired of it, and I was kind of like, you know what? I could go for something different. And they decided they wanted to go to Gatlinburg, the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, so we almost fun. went to Gatlinburg. We just um,
0: it just wasn't going to work out with our with our schedule. Um, I, I, we had several things that we wanted to do this spring break and just decided not to, and, and do some day things as well. But I'm I'm with you. I like a variety. Here's what yeah. I. I I say that I don't love the beach and it's, it has nothing to do with exposing myself. It has everything to do with, I just don't like sitting on the beach for doing multiple nothing. days. I yeah. really, I like exploring. I like doing things. And so that's why I tend to lean towards mountains and cities. Yeah. Although I recently it's been more cities than mountains for sure.
1: I like that as well. Um, but let me give you the, the way that the beach works better. Alcohol. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you
0: can't drink alcohol in those a other cooler places? of
1: alcohol. Well, I mean, whenever you're just sitting there doing nothing, you might as well. Oh, wash, you're saying that's wash, what makes I the get a couple cold ones. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know that you don't drink very often, so I thought that maybe you probably haven't. You don't do that.
0: Yeah, um, that's true. I don't. Yeah, I. Yep.
1: I get beach like I like. So here's what my deal with the beach: I like to go with other people, and I like to have like can jam going on bocce ball going on uh chill time going on you know so i actually have activities i'm not just sitting there the whole time
0: yeah 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 that's that's kind of the way i am but i yeah yeah i still would rather like i would rather go to a place like disney i would rather go explore a new city i haven't been to or or new places in a city that i have been to something like that
1: i'm gonna say a controversial statement okay board game convention would be my absolute last choice is that right hands down like as much as I like, I can play board games on vacation. Like, you understand that's, that's the way I, I feel like I, when I go to the beach, I play board games. When I go to the mountains, I play board games. When I go to a big old city, I can play board games. I don't need to go to a board game convention. And I, 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 I another controversial, I don't love playing games days on end.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: I don't shut it I, down. Shut. I have my down own down. pod. We have our own podcast. <laughs> And YouTube channel, but I don't want to just play board games for three days in a row. I don't.
0: No, I, I well I do I do sometimes. I'll I'll yeah. say that.
1: Like I'm I'm with you. I need some breaks, is what I'm saying. Like I don't mind having three days of play like I would enjoy playing, you know, three or four games a day, you know, for three days in a row, but not eight in the morning till eleven o'clock at night.
0: Let's I'm gonna throw out an example. All right, just just throwing out the scenario, John. Let's say you're able to take five vacations a year, okay? Okay. Um. Which, uh, you know, that's that's probably a lot, but I'm I'm purposefully saying okay more than you might actually take. Okay. You get a week, you get a week off for each of those vacations. How many of those would you take to go to a board game convention?
1: Out of the five.
0: Yeah. You could even break that up into, to one. This, yeah. I was gonna say you could even break it up into like half. Like you can take a half week here. So you could actually take up to 10 maybe if you did half weeks or something like
1: that. I think one is good. One? One is good. And I, I will reiterate that I would play games during all of the vacations. Yes. Yeah. It's just, it's, I don't know if it's like, it's weird, Dean. We've talked about this. I'm extrovert, introvert. And I when I go to board games and just around a million people for several days in a row, it just exhausts me. So it that's one of the other reasons it doesn't sound super pleasurable to spend that many days playing games because I will just be exhausted when it's over.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I get that. I would say if I was able to break it up, I would say two. Um, I, I wouldn't want to take two full weeks, but if I could yep. take like two half weeks, I, I really ideally like if I was able to like all, you know, have everything my way in a year, I would want to go to Tennessee game days every single year yeah. and I would want to go to one other convention every year. And it's probably good. a different one every time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I had a great time um, going to Philly. Like if, if 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 I could combine the two, like a big old city and board game convention, right? I would enjoy it more. Yes. Meaning I would rather go to Philly for a week to go to PAX U, spend three days at the con and four days checking out the city and exploring and doing fun stuff like that. Yeah, that's why like when we were
0: there and, you know, we were there just for that, just for the con and didn't have much extra time. But any extra time I had, I tried to go like at least walk around the area that we were at. You know, you and I did the rocky stairs and um, just did some walking around that area that we were in. I just I just like that. Yep. You know, I'm with you. Anyway, we are in the minority, apparently.
1: Oh, yeah. 100 percent in the minority. Everyone's like, how do you guys have, you know, podcasts and you don't even want to play games? I do think that there's a lot of people that are listening here that want to play games all the time.
0: Yeah, I think our friend, whose name starts with a J, oh, we, is rolling in his grave right now.
1: The man I formerly known as, we're not even going to say his name.
0: <laughs> and the, Clever and the Swine reason, won't let us. That's right.
1: <laughs> our good friend, Clever Swine says that we he's keeping a tally of how many times we name the man formerly known as in our podcast, so we're never going to say his name again
0: our our buddy <laughs> our buddy whose name starts with the l j can we say that can we say that
1: yep, that's it okay, oh, that's good. All right. That's good. Are
0: we are we ready to, to start doing stuff? We Let's the board poll, game it, baby. Ready to start talking about board games because yep. that is what we do. We do play board games and I'm with John. If I'm on vacation, I do want to include board games into that trip. Every
1: single time I want to. And
0: yeah. unless I'm at Disney and then I'm okay just doing you're just so, things. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So I, I can start off. How about Go for that? it, baby. You like that?
1: Uh, mentally, all right we're gonna
0: yep. start off with a game i think i, I should have gone back and looked at this but i'm pretty sure this is a game that made my list of anticipated games in 2021 so like right. around this time last year we did or i think it was february of last year we did a list and uh top 10 anticipated games and i think this was on it this is Ultray by antoine Bauza and john grump remember me talking about this one
1: it, vaguely yes okay all right. I didn't I know, know a whole lot about it. I, I know, just, know what it is. I just haven't looked into it in detail like you.
0: It's an interesting game. It's it's unique, I think, in some ways. Um, and, and, but also, like, not super unique in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> is that helpful? Wait, yeah, I'm, like, really understand everything. <laughs> All right. So, in this game, it is a cooperative game, Okay. And by the way, my my biggest interest was that it was Antoine Bowser because I, I tend to really like some games that Antoine Bowser puts out. Okay. Um. In yep. this game, the you are living in an empire. You're taking on the role of a, a ranger, so like a, a knight type character, and the um you're you're living in like the the Dark Ages, and so like your your kingdom's not completely built up. So part of what you're doing is building up your kingdom. Part of what you're doing is uh, extinguishing threats that are happening around your castle. So you're going around to these different locations, and you are uh, taking these threats head on. Ultimately, you're moving through this mission, but you don't quite know what the mission is until the very end. You know, like I need to prep for this. And okay. so, by the way, I've only played the first scenario. Not, a, I can't remember how many scenarios are in the game. And I'm going to be kind of vague because I don't want to have any spoilers in this either. Okay but you don't quite know what's going to happen at the end of this scenario. But what you do know is I need to do these tasks so that I'll have some special abilities or special um, benefits for when I go to this final task. And and so like, you're not just going to get massacred because if you make it to the final task and you don't complete it in like this certain amount of time, you just lose the game. Mm. And sometimes you get to the final task, or I say sometimes, this time, because I've only played it once, I got to the final task and I was like, oh, I did not prepare myself for what was going to happen. And I <laughs> did lose. And then like you could just play the whole scenario over. But basically, when you're going around to these different scenario to these different locations, you can take the actions at the locations, which give you a boost. They might give you a resource. They might give you uh, build up your fortification. You can build up your your prestige um, and then you're taking on these threats, but when you take on the threats or, or do some of the other things, you're rolling dice that that's the, the main mechanism. And, um, so it says like, basically somebody will read a card and it'll say like, you have to, um, roll dice for this type of, uh, statistic or, or for this type of like, uh, you know, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when you do RPGs and you do your rolls like your, um, roll skill for, check. Yeah, your skill checks. There we go. Your skill checks. So it might be like roll for your wisdom, roll for your strength, that sort of thing. And so if you have a strong character, you'll want to take on those tasks of rolling for strength. And and that's the gist of it. Now there's, it, it's dice rolling. I don't think you're going to like this game, John. I'll just go ahead and say that off the bat because it's it's just dice chucking is a big part of this game. There is some mitigation with it. Like if you have these bread tokens, it allows you to re- re-roll. Um, and you can usually have an idea of what type of roles you're going to need. And so you're not going to want to send a really weak character to go, you know, fight this yeah. thing or whatever.
1: Okay. Well, what did I you thought think? This,
0: I thought it was okay. okay. Yeah, and I, wow, I, I, I was expecting
1: ex- you to be a little bit more excited about it.
0: I was excited to play it. And then I was like, there's nothing like... As far as the game mechanisms go, there's nothing like super exciting. There's nothing super new in this game. I Hmm. think the newness comes from the scenarios. I'm guessing that's, that's my guess. Now I need to play through some more of these scenarios to know if that's the case. Cause I've heard it gets better the more you play it potentially. Uh, But I need to replay the first scenario now that I know what's going to happen at the end of, of that mission. Cause basically you have this timer and the timer is determined by roles too. Um, so like I roll a die and it tells me how many spaces I move the marker. And then when you l- move the marker, you're going to land on a space and that tells you what to do. You might put more thread out there. You might, yeah. be, you know, yeah, whatever. Different things that can happen. So it's not always the same amount of time that you're going to be playing the game. But now that I know what's coming at the very end of the scenario, it makes it a little bit easier to to prep for that. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's it's a big box. The production's really well done in this game. Really well done. I think it's it's a great production.
1: But you just were... You kind of met on it.
0: <sighs> a little lighter. A little lighter than what I had hoped. Let me see what it says for the weight on here. Uh, 2.31. It actually kind of feels a little bit less than that. The, the rules... I don't know. The rule book was was a little weird the way it explained it. I kind of want to know, like... You know, rule books sometimes they'll give you like, here's all the information you need to know. And then once you have all you that information, then we teach you how to play the game. Oh, yeah. I don't really like that. I want to know how, like, what am I doing? What's a round look like? That's what I want to see first and then yeah. have those details come in later.
1: I don't love so. all that because oftentimes I get confused about where stuff is when I have to go back later on. Like, is yes. it in that beginning section or is it in the back section? You know, yeah. and that's that, that can be really irritating yeah so
0: so we'll see time will tell I'm, i'll hold on to it for a little bit and, and play some more of it and see see what happens but I, I'm, I'm yeah my excitement's not as, as high as what it was before
1: hmm. okay well there you go that is ulta
0: ultra ultra <laughs> isn't Ulta like a uh store in the mall so yeah it is okay.
1: isn't that a like they sell makeup and stuff right
0: uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's right. Okay, I think that's right.
1: All but, right. Well, let's go from Ultra, or Ultra which is a <laughs> store, to Chinatown, where we're going to be setting up shops. How about that? How about Dim Apples? John,
0: I got to tell you, I'm so excited about the games that you're talking about today.
1: I know. I almost it's, held it's one the of medication them back. It's
0: list is what this is.
1: Like. I, I almost held one of them back because I was like, well, next episode, but I'll probably play more in between because these are three games. The three games I'm talking about, Dean has actually played. Um, I haven't played any of the ones that he's talking about, so just if you need to skip forward past Dean's, you know, conversation about his games, I won't. Be <laughs> of, I won't be offended. John's gonna go and get some coffee while I'm talking next time. And I was looking up earbuds actually, since I need some new ones apparently because my pros, quote unquote, pros are pieces of junks. Um, okay, so Chinatown. Dean has been talking about this one for a while. So has the person formerly known as Jay. Uh, in this game it's it's really simple, isn't it, Dean? You're going to be getting is, tiles yeah, and like the, the reality is you're going to be getting tiles, you're going to be drawing them out and you're going to be placing them onto spaces onto boards. Um, you're also going to be drawing cards that are going to have numbers 1 through I can't remember how many spaces there are. 60 something?
0: No, it's more than that. I think seventy, eighty. I think it's, it's eighty. It, think it's quite
1: right. a bit of spaces, and so that that'll be how you start the turn. If I if I spend a minute since I played this now a couple of weeks, and you're going to pick some of those cars, so that's where you're going to be able to build, and then you're going to be drawing tiles out of the bag, and you're going to be placing them onto those spots. But that's just the beginning. You may say, well, John, that's there's a lot of luck involved in drawing, you know, random numbers and you know getting the buildings. And I would say there is some luck, but this game is all about negotiation right Dean
0: that's that's the name of the game. Actually, it's Chinatown, but it's...
1: <laughs> might as well could be called that. But
0: it is, it is the negotiation, the board game.
1: Because after you're putting out these tiles or thinking about putting out the tiles for your shops, you're going to be arguing and debating and schmoozing back and forth and trying to say, hey, well, I'm going to give you this type of shop for that. Because at the end of the round, for how big, however many spaces or how big your spots are, your shops are, so if you have the same type of shop next to each other, up to a certain amount of spaces based on the number on there, you're going to score a certain amount of money, which is pretty good. And the more that they're next to each other, the more money you're going to score, which is great. So every round you're going to end with income. And so I may be like, Hey, Dean, I really need that restaurant over there. And he's like, need something that I've got over here. And we're trying to, you know, negotiate that back and forth. Or Dean's like, you know what? I'm going to give you the spot with this exact thing right here. All right now, and give it to you. And I'm going to go, okay, well, I'll give you this for that. And then Dean's like, well, yeah, I think so. But you know what? You need to throw me another 10,000 bones. And I'm like, get that out of my face. I don't want that $10,000. How long can I go on this? You can keep going. <laughs> and But that's really the whole game, right? It's, it's just it's just brought the, building these shops onto a board. And the more you connect, the more basic income that you get. That's basically it. And you're trying to negotiate that with other people. Negotiate trading and stuff with other people. What would you think? I liked it. I liked it. Liked it. Okay, here's the deal. I played it one time and I played it with my family. And that was my sister, my dad, who don't play a lot of board games, and my wife, who does. And it took them a round or so to kind of understand what it was, but it's it's really it was simple enough for one round in they understood. Uh, what was taking place, maybe not optimum strategy. So I was kind of having to go, Hey, maybe you should trade this for that. And you know what I mean? Like trying to help them out a little bit to kind of get the, the blood flowing or the, you know, just whatever prime the pump. So we're ready to go. And I, I think that the, the group I played with wasn't like they were into it okay but they weren't like super jacked about it and i think for a game like this you really need a group of people who are extremely excited can't wait to play can't wait to negotiate and so i did enjoy my first play there's no doubt about it and i look forward to subsequent plays with people who really want to play more than me just kind of roping them into a game
0: yes that that is the that that's the tough part of this game because if you don't have the right group it's just not going to be an enjoyable experience and it's going to be very like mechanical you know like you don't want this game to be mechanical you want to get yeah invested in it you want to have like really fun a, a lot of fun with the negotiation like yelling at other people for making <laughs> dumb moves and and you know bad trades and all that
1: yeah no. which
0: which is why i love this game love it love it love it i don't think it made me i, I don't think it made my top 10 uh sorry top 50 this past year But I think that's a big part of the reason why. It's because or maybe it did, but it's it's you gotta have the right group and if you don't, yeah, play something else for sure.
1: Absolutely. I I really think that if you want a simple to teach negotiation game where you're getting income, you know, like that every round, it kinda you know Someone said when we were playing, it's kind of like Monopoly. I don't think so. I don't think it sounds like Monopoly, but whenever you haven't played very many board games, you're going to relate it to, you know, things like that. Cause I guess they were thinking of when people land on your stuff, you know, you're getting income from that or whatever. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. But, but, but yeah, that part made sense, I guess. But the the point, but it was simple enough to where people who have played mostly games like that were able to pick it up after a round or two and they, in, they did enjoy it. Like I asked them afterwards, like my dad who will easily say, I don't like that game said, Hey, that was, that was pretty good. I'd play oh, good. that again. Okay. Yeah. i would play that again. And my wife who really doesn't like negotiation games was like, I wouldn't say she was over the moon, but she was like, Oh, that was pretty cool. So I think that's something that I would like to play with my kids. I think they would really like it. Uh, and they would probably be some tears, hopefully no punches thrown. <laughs> uh, in the midst of the game actually my kids don't fight like that which is awesome um but there would be tears i guarantee you that
0: i like i like the pure negotiation more than one of your big complaints about Catan is that you you have the negotiation built in and it slows down the regular gameplay yeah. but when all of the game is negotiation you can still slow down like sometimes you can take sure. too long you just need to you know speed things up but with the right group again you can do that
1: i agree like if i'm prepared to play a straight negotiation game that's different than it's part of the game and you know some people could really slow it down you know in Catan, you also have to deal with like the dice rolls and stuff like that and here yes in chinatown you could get lucky i mean you can draw the right tiles out of the bag you can get the right numbers in order to you know accomplish what you need to accomplish and just kind of get a little lucky in that but i think over the course of the game it balances out pretty well all that so, anyways, Chinatown, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I would give it right now. I would hover around an eight out of ten. Okay, so pretty right. good score. Like I did enjoy it. I'm keeping it on my, in, keeping it on my shelf, and would love to play it with some people that are pumped about it soon.
0: Uh, if we're given any kind of scores to these, by the way, Old Trae is somewhere around a six for me, probably. Okay. Um, and, and part of that holds on potential. If it's a game that I like worse, it's probably going to drop. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's an obvious statement, but I I don't I don't know if it's going to really rise unless some of that story really increases. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, my next game I'm going to talk about is another cooperative game that's Pandemic Fall of Rome. Now this one I picked up for five dollars at Tennessee Game Days. You were so I'm, excited, so excited. I've been wanting to play this one for a long time, but I wasn't wanting to pay peak prices for this one necessarily, just because I already have some Pandemic games. Pandemic's a game that I already really like, but this one just seems so unique. And not only that, but it's also so it's uh, designer Matt Leacock, but it's also Apollo Mori, who is uh, the designer of. Oh, I didn't some know Some other that. games, yeah, yeah. Blitzkrieg,
1: um, Caesar, Libertalia, um, Libertalia, you know. Um,
0: yep. So, so some really really good game. Ethnos is is a game that I absolutely love as well. So I was I was intrigued by this one. Okay, so in this one, um, you are the. Uh, Roman Empire, and you are fighting off these barbarians, uh, these different uh, barbarian factions, and there's five of them. And so it kind of works, kind of, it kind of works similarly to regular pandemic. You know, in pandemic, you have to get five of one type of card, and then you can like cure that disease. So there's so no di- disease in this game. There's no disease. Well, there might be, but you don't. You're not fighting against the disease. You know, you never know. I'm sure there's some kind of disease going on in in Rome during the Roman Empire, right?
1: Who are the people that you're fighting? Barbarians, you know. Or would there's you call diseases. would you call barbarians a disease? No, Ooh, I think Dean just called. So if there's any barbarians listening right now,
0: they they had then,
1: they had diseases. Okay. How
0: about that? Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. okay. So beginning of the fifth century, that's when this game takes place, and and so each of the different groups that you're fighting off, they don't necessarily have like a five card value. It's not like I have to turn in five cards to get rid of this group. It might be this group only needs three cards. This one only needs four, but there's five different types. And so you're fighting off an additional one. Okay. So that's, that's a difference there, which I think is interesting. The way that you fight off, like you can't just go to a space and remove cubes like you do in pandemic. In this one, you have to bring legions with you and the legions fight off those different barbarians. And how that works is you roll dice, which is totally fine for me in this one. Um, okay. I, I had no problem with that because you're rolling dice and what it, the dice have like a cube on it or a legion. So if it's cube, you remove one of those cubes that you're fighting. If it's a legion, you remove one of your legions. And so you're going to be losing characters. They're going to be losing characters. And and that is, it is random. Now you have different character abilities, just like in pandemic. And so some of that can negate some of that, but, but overall you're rolling dice to get rid of those. and, um, when they come out, they, they come out onto the board in in a different way as well. Like the way that the cubes come out, uh, come onto the board. Okay. You also, you don't have to turn in cards for all of those barbarians. If you have removed all of a barbarian type then that can be a victory point condition as well you have to keep them off the board but like the way that i won if i understood that by the way i played this one solo um i just did uh two-handed this one i think i i think i got this right I, now that I'm, I'm questioning it now that i'm not looking at the rule book but so i completely removed four of the different barbarians sorry i i completely like turned in cards to like you know, it's called the treaty. I think like I I made a treaty with these different tribes Mm -hmm. and then I completely removed one of them from the board, allowing me to win the game. And I won this one kind of easily because of that. But I also played on the easiest intro level. And so if you add in more of those, you know, like the epidemic cards, if you add in more of those, it makes it more difficult. Excuse me. I really like this one. Yeah, I thought this was a lot of fun. Yeah, this was definitely worth the $5 that I spent to pick it up. No, I like pandemic a lot. It's yes, you know. It's always been one of my favorite games, all different iterations that I've played. But I just I thought this was it's way did it feel more fresh. Unique. You did it. Absolutely okay. felt fresh to me. <clears throat> it's because of all the different mechanisms that are in it. It didn't just feel like okay, I'm making one little tweak to this. It's like a whole new game using kind of those base, you know, base yeah. mechanisms.
1: Well, there I you like go. It. Are you interested in this one? Or do you like? Yeah, Pandemic? I would play this one. I like Pandemic. Like it's cool. I just, I don't have anyone to play it with, you know, my I'll wife doesn't, with you. Well, well, no, we won't though. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, uh, Darren actually sent me a message for those who don't know who Darren is. Uh, he's probably listening right now. Hey, Darren. He went with us to you if you can remember. He sent me a message about merchants of the, what is it called? Dark Road. Dark Road. I knew it was dark something. I was going to say Dark Knight, but I did not think it was merchants of the Dark Knight. That would be sick if Batman showed up, but. I might actually, but I, I, he was, he has an extra copy that he ordered and was asking me about it this week. And I said, Darren, I'm going to be honest with you. Dean and I are never going to play this game.
0: No, we're going to play it. Like (laughs) we're going to do it for next episode.
1: That's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. But but I I was like, I'm just going to be real. There's often, very often, we don't get to play. We, we say we're going to play a game. And we absolutely never do. So I said, you know what, man, you should just cancel that or try to sell it to somebody else. I'm still interested if I ever get to play it. I don't know if you're going to like it. We'll we'll see. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to like it. I've only played it
0: solo so far, and and then we've had other things kind of come to the table. But that maybe that's not the best one to do for like our 100th episode. We'll see. We need to... Oh,
1: yeah. We got to do something special for that. You're right. Good point. Good
0: John point. and I are big planners. We plan way ahead on these yeah. episodes. Oh, there
1: we go. <laughs> Let me talk about my next game because we have wait, a wait, lot... Wait, 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 wait.
0: Wait, before oh, you do. Okay. Can you move the game that I've been anticipating to the very end? Are you okay with that? Yes, I already am.
1: Okay, good. Okay, go ahead. The next game I'm going to talk about is The Castles of Mad King Ludwig. Okay? This is rated 7.5 on BGG. I I, I don't know why I don't say these for all of these, because I really enjoy that. I'll go back to Chinatown real quick. It is rated 7.4, and it is the 372nd game overall. Castles of Macking Ludwig, Ludwig oh, geez, is 162 overall. And the person formerly known as Jay has enjoyed this game and he has talked to me about it. Now, he has, I think, prefaced it with it's one of those games that he plays with his family. His family likes it. He might not love it as much as, you know, um, just personally, but he does enjoy it for like that type of a game. I had, I've had some other people contact me when they heard that I bought it and say things like, Oh, I can't wait for you to play this game. I'm excited. It's a really good one. Uh, played it two player. So I also preface it with that. You know, some people say that I make too many. Um, what's that called Dean? Oh, I get hounded for this all the time. Make too many statements. uh, Um, Oh my gosh. What's the word? Oh, oh, yeah. Statements like ahead of time. Do you preface things too much? or you I preface things too much, but I'm looking for a particular word that everyone's screaming at the radio right now. Um, it will yeah. come to us. Yeah, whatever. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that's going to drive me insane. <laughs> <laughs> Qualify. There it is. Yes, there they, it is. My goes. friends uh, joke with me, call me the qualifier, but I will... I do want to qualify it with saying i've only played two players i do think that this game would be better at a higher player count but in this game you have a master builder who's going to be you're gonna have five tiles i believe depending on five or six i think depending on the number of players the master builder is going to set the price for all these based on a you know set numbers that are on the board so you might put a tile that you really really want at a higher price because you don't want anyone else to get it, but then that's the tough part of the game is now you got to pay the higher price, right? Um, or maybe you try to slide it in the middle there and hope that no one goes for it. Or you see a piece that you know would be great for Dean, and you're like, man, I'm not going to let Dean have that, so I'm going to put it at, you know, fifteen thousand dollars, you know, really high price or whatever. And it's really as simple as the players then go and so if I'm the master builder, Dean's going to you know, be able to pick first and he's going to grab that piece and put it into his castle. And if you've played suburbia or if you've played between two castles <clears throat> um, it's a little different than between two castles, I guess, because that's a lot of in game scoring, but this is you immediately score points, right? Every tile has, or the tiles usually have something like a point value that you score immediately. And then, Hey, for everything that's this type of a room touching it, you score this many points. That's, that's mostly the game, right? It's, it's really that simple. And I I was pretty mad on this one. I hope that doesn't disappoint people. Uh, I know it was just two-player game, but out of recently, I I think I purchased six games, seven games at the con. I bought the Miniature Mart $22 sale, which included Chinatown. Um, There's been a few other games I've picked up. So I think, you know, fairly recently, I've had 10 to 12 games. It's dead last for me in the games that I've picked up so far. I'd like to play it again. Yeah, I would like to play it again. And it wasn't bad. Like, I was just like, okay, that's it. Like, I don't know. It wasn't anything to write home about for me. I do see it being a potentially, you know, a really good game for that kind of gateway, gateway plus playing with people, teaching them, getting them into games. And like, there was some fun in it, but I do think it would be much better with a higher player count. So I want to say that. So I might play it at three or four and go, no, no, I get it. I get it now. But at two, I was just like, meh, I'm, I'm ready to sell it. I'll play it one more time and if nothing changes, I'll sell it.
0: I like it. I, I get that people like the setting, the price of it or whatever. That's the thing I really don't like because it slows down the game. Whereas like suburbia, you can just go, you don't have to stop. You can just buy stuff and move on. But I completely agree. Okay. And, and, and honestly, like I almost think with more players, that's going to slow it down even more. Right. Right. Okay. Again, let me let me say that I've only played this the app version. I haven't played the physical version, which could play out very differently. But it seems like with more people, it'll slow down more because then you're having to think through. Okay, I don't want them to buy this. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to buy this, but I want to buy this. And it's just yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't. Want I agree them. with that a hundred percent. And that was the that was one of my bigger issues with the game was that I could see how some people, as you said, would really love that part. But I thought it really slowed down the gameplay. And like especially, I could see like. I only played it at two and I all I had to keep it with, with one other person. I can't imagine sitting there with like three people and going, okay, well, what does Dean want? What, you know, I guess you're going to have to just not play like that. Maybe like, it, you could really have a lot of AP. Yeah. And I caught myself having a little bit and I agree. Like I would have just like have some tiles out there, have some prices. Let's go. Let's yep. put them in the thing. Let's let's that part. I agree. Slow down the gameplay. And I was not a fan of personally, though. I do totally see why some people might really love that part. Yeah. Yep. All right, so there you go. Yeah. I would give it probably uh, six, six and a half after one play.
0: That's probably where I was at it. And the flip side of that, Suburbia is you know pretty high, eight, eight and a half for me. I think so.
1: Yeah, I really like Suburbia. I, I'm want to play that again
0: now after doing that. Yep, and it's been a while, so I probably yeah. Who knows? That could could actually be higher. Anyway, all right. Then the speaking of games that you picked up on that sale, mm-hmm. I picked up K two during that sale. You, These were all twenty. You've been talking that, about right? this one
1: a lot, Dean. Have I? Yeah. On here? Notice to me. Okay. Every time I see you, you're talking about K2. That's probably right. I think you might
0: like <laughs> this game, John. I, I think you might. So, in this game, you are climbing K2. It's the second highest mountain on Earth. Uh, a lot of people die in the mountain. They say, uh, if I remember right, I think it's like one out of four people. Is that, yeah, looking at the one out of four people die climbing this mountain uh, as opposed to
1: whoever you. Why would you risk it?
0: Sorry, let me let me restate that in a in a better way. So it is, it kills one person for every four who have
1: reached the summit. There we go. Okay. Still, like as much as I like adventure and don't mind risking, like twenty five percent chance of dying, that's pretty high. Yes, and there's a lot of you know factors that are beyond your control. I think I'll pass.
0: Yeah, (laughs) but you don't have to pass. You can play the board game and it feels exactly the same. That's what I'll do. In fact, the designer is a a climber and um, I think you can tell. It's a pretty simple design. Let me just go ahead and say how it plays. So you're trying to reach the peak. You've got two different climbers and the higher you get, the more points you're going to get, but also the higher that you get, the more likelihood that you're going to not make it. All right, so on your turn, you've got six cards in your hand. You're going to pick three of those to play. You play them face down. Everyone flips over at the same time, and then you're going to just play your uh, play your cards. If you are the most adventurous, meaning you're trying to move faster than anyone else in that round, then you have to take a negative effect, which is like can affect your speed. It can affect your uh, acclimation, which is kind of like your oxygen. It's it's other things, but it's like you know you run out of oxygen. You you don't acclimate as well. The higher you get up, obviously. So. Um, so then you play those cards in turn order and uh, where do I want to start? So you play those cards in turnover. <laughs> uh, sorry, in, in, in turn order. You're leaving us on when, a cliffhanger. When I play my cards, I can move up, I can move a combination of any of my climbers, right? I don't have to just move one or the other. I can move both of them or or just one or whatever. You're gonna move them up, you're gonna move up your acclamation, and um you're gonna need to have a higher acclimation because the higher you get, the more that is going to drop. So if you're at the peak, it might be, I'm not looking at the map right now. Let me look on there. It might be that you're going to lose two on your acclimation from just that, but your weather can also affect that. And so like you might have another one or two that you would lose from your acclimation. Now, here's a problem. You can only keep six acclimation from round to round. And so like you might want to get up to the peak and then hurry up and scoot back down because otherwise you might, you might not make it. There there's cards that increase your acclimation, but if you don't have those in your hand, then you're not going to be, obviously you can't use those. And so like you, you could just die. And some of that is, is you can plan in this really well. You can plan, but sometimes you're going to have to take a risk to move up the mountain. And, and you might, you might not be able to, to make it like you might just not have the cards in your hand that you want to be able to acclimate as well to those higher altitudes. This game is a lot of fun. We played this at five. Five players? Yeah, we played this at five players. I I had a retreat with some of my students a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the max player count is five. Also, by the way, some of the spots you can't, you can go, like, if there's two people and you can only have a max of two people in the spaces, you can go through that, but you can't like stay in that spot so you have to plan through what the other players are doing too which at five players it can get pretty crowded on the mountain as you can imagine ah yeah it's you it's just really it. fun you can set up a tent too that helps like increase your acclimation by one if you're on that space and mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's really really cool now we played with sunny days so meaning that the weather was not as bad and we also played on the sunny side of the map so you can Increase the difficulty by playing on the flip side of the map or by increasing like the, uh, the weather, like to have, you know, thunderstorms and snow and all that cloudy days and all that. So if you have more sunny days, obviously you want to try to move up faster on those days, as opposed to the other days where you might want to hold off and try to build things up a little bit.
1: Wow. There you go. Like it. I think you're going to like this a lot, John. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Too bad I can't talk
0: about it because I never played it. <laughs> I need to... It's also got some other expansion maps and stuff like that that I want to check out. Uh, I did not win this game, by the way. I I, no. made, I had one character reach the peak and then another one that just couldn't quite get there. There you go. Yep.
1: That is K2. K2. Sounds fun. All right, so the game that... that you know, the oh, I'm so excited. The, the godfather of them all. Uh, <laughs> Dean has been waiting forever for me to play... The Godfather Corleone's Empire. For those who're so have-
0: nervous right <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> if you hate this game, I quit the podcast. Oh. Uh, well, I'm gonna string this out as long as possible.
0: <laughs> oh no.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna let you dongle for a minute there. <clears throat> um, so this is a game that is said by many, many people to be highly underrated, though it's ranked 358 overall which is pretty high. And then for thematic games, it's ranked 87 overall, and it's 7.5%. So I think that people say that it, often that it's overlooked. And I'll have to admit, I have overlooked it, maybe maybe rightfully so, a number of times, simply because we've had these conversations when there's an IP that turns into a game. I, it, I, I, there's very few that they do justice to the IP. But a lot of times it's just like, I feel like they use the IP to put out a subpar game. Agree or disagree, Dean?
0: Yes. I don't think this game, I'll just go ahead and say this off the bat. I don't think this uses the the Godfather IP well enough. I think it feels like a Godfather game, but not like Godfather
1: the movies. I almost feel like if they just had like a gangsta themed game. Yes. That it might've actually sold better and done better. Maybe yeah, I'm probably wrong. could have done more
0: expansions and stuff like that too.
1: Yeah. Are there expansions to it or just distracting? Nothing. Up? Nothing. Nothing. Um, I mean, I've actually passed up on this I think at, you know, like one of those Ross's T J Maxx Tuesday morning. I don't know, Dean. What was it at? Like it wasn't went at like ten or fifteen bucks or maybe it was twenty bucks. I think it was Marshall's. It was, I I picked mine up for, I think 20, 20. Okay. So finally, I when I was at Tennessee game day, somebody has some <clears throat> for sale in shrink. And so I picked it up for 25 bucks. I'm like, you know what? I'm finally going to pick this thing up. Dean and the person formerly known as Jay has talked about this game a lot. And, uh, so yeah, we get it to the table. So in the Godfather, I'll just kind of quickly share what's happened. What's cracking in this game. You're putting out worker placements, but it's a little more interesting than just putting out a worker placement spot and getting uh, a new job, you know, which is you're gonna try to fulfill those to gain money or a, uh, an ability, a one time ability, or you know, go get some money or grab the first player's player token like you would in so many other worker placements because there are square worker placement spots, and if you put place in those spots, you're shaking down the front of the business, baby, and that's it. There are also family members, which have circle spots, and those are going to shake down the back of the business, but the back of every business in each district that's adjacent to them. So most you're at least going to be shaking down two businesses with the family members, if not three businesses with the family members. Um, could there be four? Oh, it could be four. Yes. As the tiles come out over the course of the game, three different districts. Um, And so those become really interesting because not only are you shaking down more businesses, but at the end of the round, whoever has the most player power in each district is going to take over. What is it called, Dean? Rule the, not rule the district. Um, Kind of though. It's their yeah, territory. I forget what it's turf, turf wars. It's turf wars. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you'll yeah. have it. So, so, and then if you do have that, then next round, anyone who shakes down the front of any businesses in your turf, you get the same reward, which is really big. And then at the end of the game, you're also going to score five dollars per district for who has the most tokens in that district. So whoever has, you know, every round over the course of what is this? Four rounds, Dean? Yeah, uh, four acts. Um, you're you're going to have those being placed in there, and they can be placed in there with some cards and some other ways and stuff like that. But that 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 part was really really interesting. Um, and then you're you know you'll get some allies and different things, cards that you can play over the course of the game to um you know give you more abilities. And as I mentioned before, there are jobs which are basically like hey, have these you know two gun cards, and you can go gun someone down, put them swimming with fishes in the Hudson River, which is another interesting piece. It can be chaotic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you're wanting a game that's like, oh, I'm going to put my worker here and you better not do anything. Like This game is like, you think someone's going to definitely win a district and then people start gunning folks down. And you're like, what the crap just happened? (laughs) But what's interesting about that is then it opens up worker placement spots again. And so you're like, you could be thinking that you're dead in the water. Like, man, I really wanted to go to that spot. And then, you know, the per- player before you guns down someone in that spot, you're like, great, now I can go there. Now I can control this district, this turf, you know, or whatever. And so the, when I, I played with my father-in-law, my brother-in-law and my wife, my wife was not a sh- super big fan of this. Uh, she doesn't like chaos and doesn't like getting shot down and gunned down yeah. and, and that kind of stuff.
0: It can be mean for sure. Cause yeah. you can, you can signal people, uh, you know, like, single people out in this That's for right. sure.
1: And the the, the who wins a game is who puts the most money, which I think is interesting, into their briefcase. And there's spots to... So you have money in your hand, but you got to get in that briefcase, uh, which there's worker placement spots to do that. But you can do things that Dean mentions mean, like, take money from other players. Now, they get to pick what the bills are and stuff like that. So if you know... It's not a big deal because if you know that that's in the deck and just put some ones in your briefcase and be ready in case someone pulls that out on you and you lose three bucks or something. That's not a huge deal. Um, so she wasn't a huge fan, though. I do think she enjoyed parts of it. I really do. I do think she would enjoy playing it again. And and I think she would like it more than she said, acted like she did. Um, yeah. My father-in-law really, he enjoyed it. He was like, this is pretty fun. I, I can get into this. My brother-in-law complained the whole time about just not not understanding how to play the game. He but I won the game by $1. beat him by $1, is what I'm going to say. So he understood oh, nice. how to play. He was like one of those <laughs> like, "Oh, I don't know, I don't know." And but and he said he and then at, after the end of the weekend which we played, not very many games. Uh we played lions of Lydia, which was in my top 10 of 2010. Great game, by the way. I played oh, it 2010, again, huh? 2021. <laughs> <laughs> we played the magnificent which i'll share here and again uh and then we played the godfather i think they can only do one game a day that's just kind of their their style he thought even though he liked the other two he liked the godfather the best so i think he was just having some sour grapes dean i really like this game it's amazing isn't it i'm
0: so happy so
1: happy are you just saying that
0: because i no, said i, was no, I leave? really
1: like it i think it's i think it's really fun um I I really, like, m- mechanically, I love those very tough decisions of going in the front of the business or shaking down the backs and, you know, who trying to position yourself in the turf war. Like, that yeah. can be really hard. Like, you can be like, I don't really want this, these rewards for the back of these districts, but I really want to win this district this round because um, I'd like that $5 at the end of the game, you know? And so, like, it's like, can be really tough. And then... I think it's fun. Then all of a sudden you like stress about it for five minutes and then someone just mows you down and you're like, what?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I love the chaos even, you know what I mean? Like, because it's like you, you have to expect it. You have to prepare for getting mowed down, especially if, if you're suitcasing a lot of money, you have to know, okay, I'm going to get shot down. It's just, it's going to happen. And, and people are going to steal stuff from me or whatever, which I think is interesting too, because you have to put ones in your suitcase just so that people don't steal and Either if you know else. that it's not a huge deal. No, no it's not. It's not at all. Although for some people I I can see it being like you said, the the chaos and the attacky stuff, people some people just won't like that. But if you do, man, this is like one of the best, I think.
1: It was it's really good. And there was there was for me there were moments of just pure joy of yeah. watching someone like just mow someone else down. Yeah. And like and it didn't even affect me and I'm just like <laughs> Oh, you just got crushed! <laughs> and they're like, you can see the look on their face, like, "Are you freaking kidding me? You just took me down!" And the other person is trying not to smile too hard. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm what just I mean, like, yeah, let's go, fight on.
0: <laughs> I love like when the board's kind of filling up, and you're sitting with a car bomb in your hand, just
1: knowing, like, waiting. Oh man, this is
0: gonna this is gonna be a bloodbath out
1: there. <laughs> there are times too, though, that I think it, it, there's a lot of very interesting strategy about when to use those. Cause I had some of those, I was able to shoot people and stuff. And like, I'm sitting back going, you know, but it's not ideal right now. Like, yeah. There's that temptation just cause you have it just to do it, you know? And like, but going, this is probably not optimal, but the hard part is like you cut, you shut, you shoot somebody. And then you know that it's got to go all the way back around to you before. Yeah. You, and, and so there's e- most of the time we gun someone down or whatever. I didn't get the spot that I would hoped maybe opened up. I just gunned it down so that I could try to take over the turf war, yeah, and let somebody else fill that spot up. So I thought that was a really interesting, um, yeah, part of the mechanic. And I really like the way that it's the um, money that you put in the briefcase. I think that's kind of cool. Like you can I get the too. money, and just because you have it doesn't mean anything until you actually get that in that briefcase. And I, then the, the decision to like use that briefcase money to hire allies. Yep. Like and that's like going to give you a card that you play down and maybe you can move a piece and and some of those allies are really powerful, but you can't spend too much money. Like you can't I don't think you can constantly be hiring allies at too much money or you're going to lose the game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and the hand limit is is yes. I just think this game is like so well designed because the hand limit is really really important and I and I like it. Like I sometimes I don't like hand limits in game, but this one it makes so much sense. Because you can be sitting with a ton of cards
1: in your a hand and,
0: and you can't suitcase it all the time. Well,
1: that's, that's what my brother-in-law got mad, frustrated because in the first round he had a, he had like 15 cards and not enough, but like 10 or 12 and he oh, was, he yeah. was just, he was dominating the districts and like he was in like, but he didn't, wasn't spending any actions to suitcase any of his money and he got frustrated and like, oh, I just don't understand how you suitcase money. And I'm like, dude, there's like three or four spots on the board right now. Like yep. you just didn't take them. Like you spend. And th- time that's doing the thing. Like stuff.
0: there's Central Park is one of those spots, if I remember yeah. right, which has a lot of different connecting points to Central Park. Yep. But you have to do it. I mean you, you, you have just to have to you, you have to take advantage of of those spots for sure.
1: I think that, that my wife and I do think he liked it, um, Taylor. I think if we played it again, they would be pretty they would like it even more. I really do.
0: Yep. Yeah. I that's what I've seen is that once you can kind of grasp because there are there's area control. There's worker placement. There's you know the suitcasing aspect, the the hand management, all of those things. It's a lot. If, yeah. I don't think this is a heavy game. It's not. It's not a heavy game. Yeah. But if you're not like super used to all of those mechanisms, it can be it can be a lot to handle for sure.
1: Yep. So I really. Oh, did I'm so like happy. It. I can't wait to play this with like Justin. Justin. Yeah, <laughs> and you. And um, the person formerly known as Jay, like some of those guys, like <laughs> all together in one room. Like I was, I'm literally like playing it going, I could see myself liking this better than Blood Rage. So oh, wow. I okay. could. I'm not saying that I do. But like, I was like, I don't know. I I, I think it has more. Blood Rage, a big part of your um, decisions are made are almost uh, through the drafting, right? Like, that's yeah. a, it's not everything because you have to put your dudes on the map and stuff like that. This one constantly has interesting decisions, I think, being thrown at your way. Um, and I just, I, I like the pace and the flow of this game a little bit. Because with Blood Rage, you can kind of sit back. That's another Eric Lane gang is w- why I'm relating it to that. If anyone's, li- anyone listening is wondering why I'm doing that. Blood Rage can have some significant downtime. And you can in this game too, but I felt like there was a little bit less, maybe. Yeah, it's you
0: don't experience a whole lot. The downtime with Blood Rage is usually when somebody pillages if you're not in that's that right.
1: region. And then people, a bunch of people are putting guys in. Like, hey, I am gonna put my yep. guy in here. I'm gonna put my gal in here. I'm gonna do this, and then you're sitting there, or maybe you're kind of out for the round, and that's happening multiple times. It can you can kind of just sit back and, you know, I like Blood Rage a lot. It's in my top fifty, so that's not that's very little. I'm not hating on it by any stretch, but that's one of the small things I don't love about it. And this, ah. this was, this was really good. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy.
0: I, I'm, we're going to have to play it more. You're ready to end the podcast our, just like that. Yeah. I've got mancation coming up. So I, I feel, you know, really confident I'll get this to the table next month, but yeah, we need to get tabled together with some of those people. It's going to be, it's going to be zoppity. There you go. All right. Let's get on to the first of our reviews. Libertalia.
1: Big reviews, right? We've done lots of reviews the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's all we've been doing. That's that's well, not necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> we do talk about other stuff.
0: Is Libertalia the Winds of Galecrest, which is a reimplementation of Libertalia, which is a game that came out in two thousand? Oh man, uh oh, pulled up. right? I'm
1: going to guess twelve.
0: I think that's right. I think that's right, but I didn't have it pulled up. Yeah, two thousand twelve. Wow, this is a design by Paolo Mori, and uh, you know. We just mentioned another game that that he was involved in doing, Pandemic Fall of Rome, and several others that I really enjoy. In this game, you are going to islands, and you're sending your pirates to do all kinds of cool things to ultimately get you the most money at the, at the end of the game. So basically what you're going to do is you're going to play a card. Everyone's going to have the same cards to start the game off, uh, six cards. And I'll play a card face down and we'll all do face down, reveal at the same time, and then see what happens with those cards. You'll put them in order and that's going to be the order of the daytime actions. And then you go in reverse order for the, for the dusk actions. Then if you have any nighttime actions, you'll take those and you're going to play through three full voyages. Mm -hmm. And no, 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 that's not right. How many voyages again? Yeah. Three, 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 sorry, three. Three, three full voyages of, uh, varying days on each of those voyages. Um, so what might some of those cards do? Some of the cards might just give you gold. Some of them might allow you to take loot tokens. Some might make you take another character out, like, you know, off of the island. There's lots of different things that they can happen that can't happen. The cool thing is, though, after those daytime actions, the dusk actions happen in reverse order. And so that's when you're going to get the loot tokens. If you have somebody that is on the island still and you're able to take your dusk action during that time you're going to take a loot token and those loot tokens can do different things if you're playing with like the main game it might be just you know take some gold it might be you might off uh another character you might i'm trying to think of what else you might move up your um your influence your it's not influence what is it called
1: mm, i don't know
0: yep uh it'll it'll come it. I'll, I'll look i, I should have i don't have a book with me in here what'd you say renown it's basically your renown it's it's yeah
1: i us just call it that
0: <laughs> yeah so anyway that is kind of the gist of the game whoever mm-hmm. has the most money at the end of the game is going to be the winner okay You're good enough that, that was very brief that's okay though right that was the
1: best you've ever done actually is that it's right be, yeah that was great the briefer the better. okay let's talk about the art and components that was really good. I mean it's a Stegmeier game. He always puts out almost almost always puts out completely stellar um iron components. Agree? I disagree.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think one of the things that they said coming out with this game is and comparing it to the regular game of Libertalia, is they wanted it they wanted to increase the components. And one of those things is is he liked those tiles from Azul. Yeah, And so okay. wanted to have tiles like that in this one, which is what the loot tokens are in this one. And I think that they did a great job. I, I really like those. And it's very satisfying, just like Azul drawing those out of the bag, putting them out on the board. It just tactically feels very, very good. tactile Yeah. Tactile-y? Yeah, tactile-y.
1: that's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, I think they're all, yeah, I think it's good. I, I, th- I mean, I think the cards were good. I think, you know, everything was done well. I didn't, you know, I don't know if I love the art. I know we tied that conversation about that, Dean. Um, not that the art's not done really well, it is, but the kind of cartoony nature of it. I don't know. I guess after seeing the old version, I don't I I'd I i do not know if I'd have loved it.
0: Yeah. Yep. I I'm I'm with you. I'd I would have preferred to have something a little more piratey instead of the I don't know. Air air well, just, Sky pirates, what do you call them? I don't know.
1: I I will probably and I, I think the art on the new version is better. Okay. I didn't love the art on the old version of this at all. I thought it was just okay. I like the piratey stuff, but I I didn't think it was great. I, maybe I'll eat my words, Dean, but I'm a little cute animal out at the moment. No, you said that. There's so many, games that. With, there's so many that. games that have that every game is coming up with these cool force creatures or these cute whatever. And I'm just like, eh, okay, here's another one.
0: Especially like the anthropomorphic. Like, is that? Yes. Exactly right. Reputation track. There we go. There you go. Reputation.
1: I, I knew it started with an R. <laughs> I think they should change it to renown. Is it because it's like a pirate game? Our uh,
0: reputation.
1: Probably. I wonder what our <laughs> reputation's doing right now with the listeners. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably pretty great. Going down the toilet. We'll say, so was, uh, I would say top five joke for you. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, that's about. That's actually really high. Okay. Yeah. G- game on. I have uh, I have something else for the. Uh, special time in the podcast that listeners who listen really long get to hear. So that was that's a promo for that if if there's people who've never heard that before. And I'm being vague enough to not just say it right out. Anyway, <laughs> uh gameplay. I, yep. I Go you, ahead. Okay, I'll just say I okay, so overall it I thought it was okay, Dean. Um I thought there were some interesting decisions with the cards. It is interesting that you are playing the same cards as your opponent, so it's not like you are just getting lucky. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, I drew the perfect combination of cards, and they didn't draw a great combination of cards, or whatever. Um, I think it also what I, another thing that I liked about it, uh, I guess I'll start off with the positives was, you know, you are playing the card up top, and where you play it depends on the turn order, um, and also then also picks also determines where you are going to pick up the. The Azul tiles whatever those are called I know you've said what they're yeah. called and I think that that's interesting because like the the values on the cards that you play are gonna determine where they go and so there is a little bit of that which I like in games trying to get in your opponent's head and go okay I know what cards he or she has I know they have the same cards as me <laughs> um well most of the time you can hold them hold some over from the round before right yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it, that's kind of the big thing. So, yeah. like in the first round, you're only playing four of the six cards that you have. Then everyone's going to draw six new cards of the same cards. That's right. But then you have like the leftover ones from the last one. So, by the time you get to the last voyage, you, don't, you might not remember at all what other characters have. I think
1: if you're playing two players, you have a pretty good idea. If you were playing like more player count, but like I think for the most part, when we were playing, I was able to remember. Mm, <laughs> Close, not not 100%, right? Not 100%, but pretty accurately what you had in the hand. And I like that though, like going, okay, I think Dean didn't play that one yet. Okay, he could play that right now. And that part could lead to some AP and the way that that works and the way, oh man, but I I really want to pick up the treasure or whatever first. Uh, mm, But if he does this and he could do this and he could take my character out. And then, so there could be a little bit of AP on that and a little bit of, Chaos, even with it, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I and I think, yeah. I mean, this is a. I. I I don't know if I want to call it a chaotic game, but it is. It's. It's chaotic in in the sense of like what cards are going to come out and like what's going to happen as a result of those cards come out. Like you might play a card that says, you know, the last one on the right is going to be discarded from from the island, and So it's kind of mean in that sense, but also the last card on the right could be your own card. And so you're taking yourself out, which is pretty interesting. So there is a lot of, I I think there's a lot of chaos on what can happen after the reveal. Yep. Yep. But, Um, but I still, but I still like that. I I like that kind of chaos. If you know, going into the game, that's what this is, you know, that's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, some of the chaos was kind of fun. Like, I, like again, I, I don't mind some chaos like in Godfather or whatever. It can be kind of whoa, um, But I, I guess it's more fun when you're shooting people, I guess, <laughs> and, and trying to control territories and different things like that. A little more fun for me. You know, overall, my feeling, as I mentioned early, was like, it's a fine game. I like it. I thought that was good art and like good components. Yeah. Um, I thought there were interesting decisions with the card play and stuff, but nothing like just screamed out. This is incredible. I love this game. I just thought it was fine. Did you
0: think it felt dated in that sense? Like this is now there are some upgraded things. They've upgraded some of the cards. There used to be 30 and now there's 40 cards. So there's a lot more variety in those. But did you feel like I didn't necessarily No, I didn't. Okay. Did you? Uh. No, I don't think so. But I, yeah. but I like the game. You know, I th- I think this is a really fun game. Yeah, um, <sighs>
1: yeah. But I, I know I, that
0: you didn't like it. I, I, you know, I think people are kind of gathering that you might not have liked this as much in general.
1: Yeah, and Apollo Mori puts out good stuff. I, it was fine. Like that's a thing. And and the weight here is at two point ten, two point one. Um, you know, that's that seems a little low for it. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. It's a it's a lighter ish game. Um. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's I, I, okay. Let me just tell you. I'll come out right out and say, you know, I haven't played it as much as I would want to to give it probably an official rating. But I would say this is probably sitting around a six, six and a half for me right now. Yeah, like a seven would be usually willing to play, and I don't think so. Like it's fine, but I don't think I'm usually willing to play it. There's too plenty of other things I'd be like, hey, yeah, I'd rather play this.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. It's tough because I think. This game plays to six, okay? So that's one thing to keep in mind. There's not a lot of games that play really well at six, mm-hmm. or or even five for that matter. This is a, an excellent one to pull out with that group, but the problem is you still have to have the right group. Now, this goes back yeah. to the Chinatown problem. I mean, I guess that's any game to an extent. You know, you want to play yeah, with the Yeah, right I mean, people. I guess when
1: you're if you're a Euro player, though, sometimes if people are pooing, they're just kind of pooing individually on their solo sort of solo mode game
0: yeah 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 and i i think i think what this one is you you have to be okay with a little bit of chaos you have to be okay with like having your dudes taken out like you can go a, a voyage and not get much money at all or yeah. you know and that can be tough. Like you can watch somebody get like 20 coins, you get no coins and you're like, well, that stinks. I'm out of the game and it's going to be really difficult to come back. Mm-hmm. I do think you can come back in this game. It, it's just, it it's a little bit of an up, uphill climb if you know you're already down by 20 coins or something like that. You know, like it's it's going to be yeah. really difficult. Not yeah. impossible because I saw it happen in in a game that I played with Me. five players, I think we played at.
1: Well, with me and you is the same thing. I was going to say like I've heard some a few mentions of that and any of the uh, of the runaway leader potential problem. And I'm not going to totally disagree, but I will say that I was down I think fairly significantly, and I beat you in the third round. You did, yeah. In one in the last round, I came back and I beat you. Yeah, like I scored a ton of points and you didn't that round. Yep so
0: that that's kind of my thing in this game so like, I I'll I'll liked well. about
1: it like that's what that's that's one of the things i was kind of like okay i don't know if it's super runaway you know
0: no 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 i don't think so now it, sometimes it, it it can be like it's or or you have an idea like okay this person's probably going to win but what happens is they now have a target on their back and so if you're able to target somebody that's going to be the one you know like you, yeah. you want to make sure that that you're going to beat them but again that that can be problematic for some people, and so here's what I think. I think I, I really like this game for the right setting in mm-hmm. a in a larger group of five or six players. This is would this would be one that I would go to. Yeah. But those people have to be okay with chaos, th- yeah. and they have to be okay with with a little take that as well. Some of it targeted, some of it not. Just kind of randomly happens at times. Yeah. I, I, well, maybe not randomly, but.
1: Do you hear that beeping noise in the back?
0: I do now. I didn't before. You
1: said that. <laughs> Sorry, my whole house is getting repiped today, and so they <laughs> are apparently backing up, and so you hear that. There's a little bit of construction going on in Meeple Town today. <laughs> so
0: anyway, I like this game with the right people, which is why I'm I'm somewhere around a seven and a half and an eight, but I'm going to stick at a seven and a half because okay. I, I do think that it. it yeah, it, it's situational. Like I'm yeah. going to try to bring this one to Mancation and hope that it gets played in that might raise or lower my score, probably not lower. It It might yeah. raise my score. If they're like head over heels with this game and we're hooting and hollering, then I, I might raise it up a little bit. But as of now, I'm, I'm right at a seven and a half, a higher end of seven and a half. There you go. I like it.
1: You know, since tapestry stone swung and missed a little bit for me, I thought yeah. rolling realms was fine. Like actually that was probably the better, probably my favorite one out of the ones that they've, but like, I wasn't much of a fan of Pendulum. I wasn't a fan at all of Red Rising, and I wasn't a huge fan of this. I would say this would have been probably the, I would like this one the best out of those choices. But still, like after like really crushing it with like scythe and viticulture, and I really like wingspan and tapestry, even between two uh, castles. I really enjoyed that. Um, There's some like Euphoria that I don't like that they've done, but it seems like it's been on a little bit of a mass streak.
0: I think they're due for another bigger game like a scythe yeah. in tapestry.
1: I feel like these smaller games that he's doing just aren't as good. No, that's my yeah. that's I mean just for me like for my personal taste like and and he they may be doing super well. Um, I know I mean Libertalia has got like a seven point five or six like it's done really really well. And I, I want to reiterate that like that's not me hating on it. I'm saying for my personal taste, I've I, I think I've enjoyed his bigger box games more. they Stone Myers. Yeah, still I'm a huge Stonemeyer fan in general. Oh, sure, I'm always interested in what Stonemire's coming out with.
0: And I, and I like I I do like that there are some there's a variety in the type of games that they do put out. This one's very different than Oh, I than love anything that. I like agree that. with
1: that. Yeah. I think I, but, I think I think Jamie come out with another worker placement again. How about that? Well, there maybe. we go.
0: That's that's all you need. You just need a worker placement we haven't, which that. Tapestry and Scythe are not worker placement games, so I know. I just noticed that after <laughs> I said that. <laughs> <laughs> i guess maybe loosely you could say scythe is but all right john so where where do you land on this then what's your what's your final score yeah i mean
1: i think i i don't feel comfortable giving it a final final because um i haven't played as much but i i'll go back to what i said a little bit earlier i, I would just go six to six and a half somewhere in that six, range six and a half okay yeah so that's a six so it's to six not a, and a half. Half. it was not a bad and i would you know if you suggest it dean i'm not i'm not gonna just be like no no i don't like it no it's it's fine but I, I would there just be other ones I would probably be like yeah let me do that. Yeah, I
0: think with the, with a group that wants lighter fare and you have five or six players, I think this is a really really good game for that yeah. situation. Yep. So what and would in you give? Uh, in that case, you know, I would give it a higher score because like that would be a go to. That would be
1: a suggestion. So you would raise it because you said seven and a half, right? Is that what? Yeah,
0: I'll with? stick with my seven and a half because I'm good with that. I still think this is a really fun game maybe a little more situational than I, than I might like with other games. But so is it a a keeper for you? Yeah. Yeah. I'll keep it for that situation unless I can find another game. That's a little bit better. You know, Chinatown is good too, but again, somebody who likes Chinatown may or may not like Libertalia, Libertalia. You can play with younger people, maybe a little more easily than you can Chinatown, I think. So anyway, that's a seven and a half for me, 6.25 from John, I guess. Let's talk about The Magnificent.
1: All right, Dean, so let's talk about The Magnificent. Now, this is a game that Steph Hodge has raved about, right? Like she talked about it plenty of times and with us and said, you guys got to try this. It's really, really good. It's from the same designers that did Santa Maria, which, you know, a lot of people raved about Santa Maria and I was a little meh on. I'll be real, meh on. I just thought, have you played it before?
0: No. No, that was my list of must play games for a really long time, but Mm -hmm. I have not played it.
1: Yeah. I don't think you're really missing anything. I may, I don't know, maybe you would disagree with that, but I have
0: played some of the other ones though, like escape curse of
1: the temple and ah, the Avenue and you like that. Yeah. Good. I didn't hate Santa Maria. I was just like, okay, cool. You know, kind of, kind of like Libertalia, like not a bad game. Nothing I'm super excited about, but uh, in this game, let's, I guess I'll just do the explanation, right? And then we'll talk yeah, about the just, components and all that it. kind of stuff. Okay. So in this game, you're going to be drafting dice and the dice are going to be rolled and they'll be put into a common pool. And there are four different colors. There's green, orange, purple, and there's clear. When you draft one of the dice, you're going to place it onto one of your four cards. And it's kind of cool because your cards are going to give you a bonus. So you may play down a die that it gives you a coin for playing the die down onto that card. You can only play one die per card and you will draft four dice per round. So um, yeah, so you place one on each car. Now you card. Now you may have a card that has plus two purple. So if you place a three uh, pip die onto the plus two purple, guess what it is? We can all do math. It's worth five value. But that's not all, Dean. Not only will you do that, you'll also actually add the value of every other purple die that you've drafted already and so you know you may say well i want high numbers to do powerful actions but maybe not maybe you want to do another purple action and so you have you've already drafted a six and you're like man i'm gonna draft this one and put it on this plus two and that's going to be a power nine action right and that that can be really powerful there's only three things you're doing though like so it's it's relatively simple you're either going to be using the power of your die to go out and get tense to do a polyomino thing into the middle of your player board, and uh, when you when you do that, you know basically the higher the value, the more that you're going to get. you but the thing is, is you're going to also get only the color of the die that you chose. So the color actually matters. There's ways to mitigate that, but that's basically what you'll do. You'll cover up bonuses um, that you can cover up bonuses to get different things in that in the game. At the end of the game, you're going to get points for how many you know rectangles you've completely covered, and so forth and so on. Um, You also could be going traveling around a map and that's a common map as well. There's three different colors related to the three different dice and you're just going to be going around based on your power and you're going to go that many spaces It's real simple and you're going to pick up every um, jewel or gem that you cross over. And if you land on a tent, you're going to pick up that tent and the tents are going to be used to make your posters powerful, to put on your shows. And that's a third thing that you can do is you can use the power to put on a performance. And depending on how high the value is, it's how many performances you can put on. But here's the thing you can't put on a performance unless you have a tent tied to it. So performances are poster cards and you put them above your player board. And if there's a tent below it, then you're going to do things. And most of the time it has or every time it has to do with giving up gems or and or well you always are going to have to have a certain a type of tent that you have or tents, certain several types of tents there. And then it could be also giving up gems and you're going to just score points for that and gain coins for that. What's interesting is at the end of each round, you're going to be giving up one of your four cards and you're going to be scoring the bottom of the card. So it's got, um, what do you call that? Uh, oh, Dean. The, Two, what, power what two, power two, two multi-use cards. That's trying to. I can't think today. Oh my gosh! Um, because on the bottom, and it may be something like, "Hey, you can count up your biggest uh, purple." Uh, tent that you have built, you know, with adjacency and you get one point per. Uh, so maybe you get like 15 points for that. And there's usually maxes on, or there pretty much are maxes on all of these. And so that's interesting. And then you'll be, be getting a new card. And so you'll always have four cards to place on, but you're always be, get, be getting rid of one. Now at the end of the game, you're going to score the bottoms of all the cards left over and some various things like that. That's it. Is that good enough? Yeah. Too long. Yeah. It was a little long. <laughs> That was a little long. Just kidding. But okay, so let's just talk about the art and components. I'll let you go first. Why take a drink? Uh-oh.
0: All right. So this is a it's a circus themed game, right? That's, that's what I was gonna sing. That that is you nailed it. That was perfect timing, John. It's not that kind of circus game, right? This is darker. This the art is dark, like dark. Like, it's more you mysterious. See, you can't see the the graphics on the board. I mean by dark not dark like, you know, people murdering or anything like that. But there are masked fellows and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's kind of mis-
1: more yeah. mysterious.
0: Mysterious I think is is good, but but I think the art is cool. I like the art. Hmm. I just wish I don't know. I think I I don't love the board. I don't hate it either. You know what I mean? Like it's I, I kind of like the look yeah. of it. I just wish it was <laughs> I don't
1: know. Well, I get it. Like, so my brother in law immediately liked it. Like, he's like that has this cool vibe, and I'm like, it's a great Gatsby vibe. It is like the yeah. the, the yeah. Um, font and stuff looks like this kind of great Gatsby type feel. Which, interestingly enough, I would normally be like fire. I love that, as the kids would say, flame emoji. But like in this scenario, I don't know if it's like the performer on the box or whatnot. But with the, it has actually made me. I haven't been gravitated towards it. And and I normally would say I love that kind of stuff, but I think if it was brighter and I might've like been more interested in it. You? Yeah, this is,
0: you know, I almost wish it was like, like it. a, well, I don't know. I don't know if it really matters that much because it's not a very thematic, it's not, it's not a thematic game at all. Really.
1: I wonder kind of. if, I think it kind of is.
0: If I would have preferred like a, like a great, greatest showman kind of art
1: on there. Yeah. I don't know. But
0: I but I like this because it's unique, you know? So I, think I would it's, say I it's, prefer this.
1: Yeah, it's well done. It's just, the, do you like the style? Stylistically, I think. I think that's the real question for me. Yeah, and, and, and I, if, I
0: think I do, but it's just something, something's off with me, I guess. Maybe I wish it was lighter, but I don't know. That might not be it.
1: I feel like it's grown on me. I feel like it's one of those, you know, it's one of those ladies, Dean, that you look at and you're like, mm-hmm. and then later you're like, she's kind of cute. And then later you're like, She's a little more than cute. You know? Come on now. Come over here, sweet honey. What are you... We're talking about a like, board
0: game, right? Like, like hey, the art on a board game?
1: Hey, baby. I'm, you're looking kind of juicy.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: That's my pickup line. I don't... Do you think that... I don't uh, think
0: I feel that way about that a, any board game. Do you honestly? think a
1: woman or a man, um, if a woman was saying that to a man, would like to be called juicy looking?
0: <laughs> Probably not.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Okay.
0: Anyway, the art's good. Components are are good. I like the um I like the gems in the game. I like uh there's a lot of cardboard pieces, which is normal cardboard pieces. Sure, yeah. I like that the player boards are the thinner player boards that don't bow up. Mm-hmm. I like that. That that's kind of it's that's my jam. I want all games that have player boards to be like this one. Unless I, I you know, I used
1: to complain about that, but I agree with you now cuz they don't bow up at all. They sit on the table perfectly perfectly um i didn't mention what the gems do but i'm gonna i didn't want to mention everything in the game so we'll talk about that as we progress so what's the game fun dean did you enjoy it
0: yeah quite a bit i think this is a this is a cool game and this one is a game that had a lot of hype around it which maybe you know i don't i was it's one that i'm like you know is this going to live up to the hype not like an arc nova kind of thing but i wasn't really hearing any bad reviews on this one um so when we played it, I was a little skeptical going into it, but I was, mm. I was pleasantly surprised. Ah, surprised. there you There's go. There's a lot, a lot to really like about it. I like the, I like the dice drafting to play on those cards. Yeah, I like the. I, I, I don't know if this is my favorite part, but I really like the, the, the dual purpose cards, multi purpose cards, where you are you're playing it for the action, but then you have to decide one that you're going to score. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen that in other games, but not necessarily ones that force you to s- score that card. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you might be, have the opportunity. There's a game we played recently where you have the opportunity to score, but you don't have to. I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, it'll come to me. It, meh, sure, it probably won't. I cannot think of what it is. But... <laughs> But I like that it forces you to do that. But you like if you're if you're like I really like the cards that I have, that's fine. You can stick with those ones cuz you're going to draw another one yeah. and you can use that mm-hmm. one to score in, instead. And, and so you can kind of plan your game around that. Like, you know, I want to score these cards really big, but I also want to keep these other cards. And I, I, I like that. And it's, and it's not random, the ones that you're drawing, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that scoring mechanic is so interesting in the game because I mean, you're, you know, you're going to have to get rid of one of your cards. Now you could get rid of the new card that you just got as well. So there are, th- so based on how far you up are up on the performance track, you're going to have cards to choose from. And I think that that's really, that's interesting because you may just be like, man, I just want that. I'll score that because I really like what I have right now. Yeah. And so you really try that round to to focus on that. Um, I also think that the game just makes you feel clever a lot. Like as soon as you, like you're always getting a little bonus for something, right? You cover up with your tents. Oh yeah, now I get a new um, trainer, right? Or I get a new card. I take... Um, You know, I go out and I go around the track and I get three gems and I get this this tent over here. And then when I place the tent down on a board, oh, yay! I get another performance uh, poster or card. You know what I mean? And I also get two more gems. And I think that that's what is so like you just is and it's not complicated is what I love about it. Like, it's just like, boom, it just tells me I do that. There's not these million long combos. You just like, oh, I unlocked that. Cool. It just it's you know, it's just like you're constantly unlocking a little bonus and it makes you feel smart whenever, just all the time. Even if you're dumb and you're not playing well, I think <laughs> you're like, oh, I got that. Oh, I get that too. You know, I think that that's yes. fun.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I like that in games. I like games where I'm, it's it's kind of like Witchstone is that way too, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. even if you're not doing really well, you feel clever about the things that you're doing. Yeah. Um. I And I like the different, the different actions that you can take as well. Like I, I like that you can you know, move around the travel around those travel boards and yeah. pick up a bunch of different stuff there. It makes you feel good and, and get those tents that you put on there so mm-hmm. that you can, you know, take the actions of the posters or whatever, all that. It just, you're right. It feels really cool. And usually there's something that you can do. Like, usually there's a poster that you're like, okay, I can score this, you know, yeah. like it might not be the ideal thing. Cause I'm, you know, I I want to run as many posters as I can at one time. So I can, I'm being the most efficient Yeah, with your action. That's
1: right. You might not be able to do that, but, but usually you can run at least one poster, you know? Yeah. And you know, what? I didn't mention this during the playthrough that is really interesting for me is the dice play. I mentioned part of it and that being you add up dice that are similar color. But what I didn't mention is at the end of each round, you're going to add up your dice, the pips on your dice. And for the one that you have the the color that you have the highest number, you're going to pay that much money in coins. So you you think immediately, well, I'm just going to go for the high die because yes, generally, yes, the high die, not generally, they do better. They give you more powerful actions. There's no doubt about it. But if I take two sixes, I better have $6, $12, excuse me, at the end of the round, or I'm going to start losing victory points. And money is tight in the game. It can be. It can be tight. Um, And so, like, I think that's brilliant. And then there's these clear dice that I haven't talked about, and those are wild and you would think, wow, that's really cool. Like that's nice. Cause you can just a lot of flexibility except for you are always going to pay for those at the end of the round. <laughs> so no matter what, if you take this five clear, you are going to pay for that. No matter what color is the highest, you're going to pay an additional five bucks. And so I find myself not taking those very often or taking those, uh, just, I, 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 I yeah, I mean, I have to know that it's going to really benefit me because <laughs> I don't want to pay that money oftentimes. Yeah, I think that in the right situations they're super worth it. I mean, a hundred percent are, and I do take them. But um, you know, I try to make it work another way. And I, I don't know, man. I just think that's cool. Even placing the dice down, then you're like, oh, I get this bonus from the card. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. And
0: and again, like be, and I mentioned this already, that it's not a game where you really get stuck in. You know, yeah. like usually there's something that you can do. The trainers help with that too because it allows you to do different things. Uh, with the trainer part of you know it's got spots in the board where you can use your trainers that everyone can use which i think is really cool but there's also individual ones that you have that you know makes the difference of like do i want to take do i want to take this combo of uh, what are those cards called
1: Ah, the poster the the cards that Uh, are next
0: to the trainer token spots um I was looking at it earlier. And yeah, I, I think that those are
1: it. called posters. I could be wrong, but I think they're. No, no, po- no. The
0: posters are the other ones. The The ones that have the. Um, the. Oh boy. The top and the bottom, the multi-use cards.
1: I should be looking. Oh, at you're talking one. about. Those are just your. Mm, performers. Maybe. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it has an M on them. I don't, I don't know. I think they actually do start with an M. Yeah, M um, for the Magnificent. For
1: Magnificent. That's the name of the game.
0: No, I think the cards start with an M. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, what I was getting at is, um, th- y- so whenever you're taking the card, you're also taking the trainer token yeah. together. And like, that's something to think through. Like you might really, really like the trainer card uh, token, but it doesn't really pair up with the card that you want as much. Yeah so you have to make those difficult decisions and you might not care about the card as much you might say well i can make this work or i can score this card just get rid of it right away sure. or something like that but I, all those That's things right. like work really well together yeah and
1: you might like that bottom like in game score or that immediate scoring that you can get in the next round but you really don't like the bonus up top you know it's yep. it's those are those are and those are really cool i love those uh, in games i just really love those decisions where it's like kind of grueling but there's like picking between one or two or three, I mean, two or three things, you know, not 50 things. And that's what I feel like. I feel like constantly, Oh, I really want that. Oh, but I could really use that. (laughs) And I just, I think that that's the game just lends itself to that. And I didn't talk about the trainers very much. Dean mentioned right then, but you have these, you start with one trainer, it's a cylinder um, wooden piece that you can go and it will give you bonuses for basically actions that you're doing for the most part, you know, like um, it's going to give me, hold on one second, Dean. Oh, you're nope. good. Okay. All right. You're gonna have to cut that out. Okay. You there. Okay. You know, so it, I mean, it could give you a thing, like I mentioned earlier with the tents, like instead of taking two purple tents, you can use one of your trainers and take another color, you know, or something like that. So just cool bonuses like that. Maybe it just gives you a clear gem, which is a wild gem. And I didn't mention that gems allow you to add two um, pips to your dice, which is kind of cool as well so like there's i feel like there's always a way to skin a cat if i'm allowed to use that phrase anymore no there's not always a way but there's often a way to do it it's just do i want to give up all the stuff to do it
0: yeah yeah like these type of games like a witchstone type thing like yep. efficiency is is very important that's what it's all game. about yeah yeah master yeah, cards in- master cards hey i was right i thought it started with an m mm. uh yeah the efficiency performer running running your posters as many as you can and getting all those points instead of having to run it multiple times or having trainers that allow you to you know either run more or a, a trainer that lets you like uh run your poster with one less condition met or something like that like yeah. there's lots of different things that really change up the rules just what's out there how can i be the most efficient And i, I tend to like games like that and this is no exception
1: there you go. Let's do our finals,
0: you think? Yeah, I'll go first because I'm I'm more con- I'm I'm interested to see what you have okay, to say, okay. but I I wanna not be swayed by you. So I'm I'm gonna give this one I like this one quite a bit. I, I actually was like eight and a half, nine on this one, I think. Um there's just so much to really like yeah. about this game. I feel clever. Usually if I feel clever, even if it, if, if I <laughs> lose miserably, I feel good about the game, you yeah. know, like it's a good experience. And that's what this game did for me. Uh, yeah. And, and not that I did horrible at all. It's just that like, even if I did, I didn't care because I enjoyed the experience. That's right. I, I like this one a lot. I'm going to stick with an eight and a half, just cause I do want to, uh, I always want to be a little more cautious on this end of things. Like, you know, how am I going to feel a year from now? That's yeah. really what matters. Is this going to make my top 50? Maybe it could, yeah. it could. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Time will tell.
1: Yeah. I'm right there with you, Dean. Um, this is by the way, 7.6 on BGG ranked 774 overall. I'm going to give it eight and a half as well. Um, and I will be interested to see whether it I'm with you. I, it could go up. Uh, I know it's probably, you know, stating the obvious to say it could go down as well, but I, I just to be real, I don't really see it going down from that spot. Um, I want, you know, could it get samey, um, because there's only three actions that you're taking and some of that stuff. Maybe, I don't know. I feel like it's a perfect weight for me. Like, yeah, easy to understand, but yet thinky enough, like I I told when I, I played against my wife and her brother and, uh, I did win significantly, but it was because I'd played before. And I said, the interesting thing about this game is I think that it, it lends itself to being able to be a fairly easy teach, but I do think good players are going to win in this one, because you're going to be more efficient. You're going to use your, the dice better and stuff like that. And I think, I think there's constantly places in the game whenever I played it, even the first time I went, oh, I could have done that, which I love. Or, oh man, I should have done it that way. I should have done it in that order. That would have made it better. And I feel like it just, it's like a a simple, relatively simple brilliance to it and it's great. Um, I could, I actually could see this being in my top 50. I actually could see this go into like a nine or something the more I play it. I don't want to jump the gun after two plays for me, but uh, or two complete plays. I think I played it a little bit. Anyways, I, I would, I don't want to jump the gun, but I, I loved it. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. One of the surprises I've had recently.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I agree with you. And I, I, I'd been looking forward to this. I'm glad we were able to pick it up on that sale. It was really a great deal. We actually both. Bucks.
1: Well, let me, let me, yep. let me, let me give you a little Meeple town throw out here. It's on Amazon right now. Uh, lowest price in 30 days, thirty seven ninety five. Uh, if, That's if this it. sounds like insert, it would be interesting to you, buy it. It's, it's 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 a good, really good game. And I think everyone that I've asked who's played it has really enjoyed this. Uh, it's it's a great game. I wish it got a little bit more. I mean, 774 overall, people are noticing it. But I wish it got a little more props than that even.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Eight and a half from both of us. We both really enjoyed this game. All right. Tell people how they can get in touch with us.
1: If you're enjoying our podcast, we would love for you, if you've listened to 99 episodes and have never subscribed, we'd love for you to subscribe. Or if you've listened to 99 <laughs> and not done a rating, we'd love for you to rate our podcast. It would really help us out a lot. We super appreciate it. Um, we're at, at Town Games on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we're board game GeekGill3407. Thanks for coming down to MeepleTown. Okay, Dean, I want you to take a moment and go pull up a picture of Spider-Man for me pull up a picture of Spider-Man online. I'm, you know, I'm squirreling, I'm scrolling through the Facebooks and uh, you know what, I'm just going to take a picture of this for you and I'm going to send it over to you. Uh, I'm scrolling through the Facebooks and I'm horrified as I see a picture of Tobey Maguire and his eyeballs are down around his cheekbones and his nose is there, and it looks really, really awkward. And it says, "This is where, according to the mask that Spider-Man wears, this is where his eyeballs would be." <laughs> and it's it's kind is of is that right? Look at this picture. I'm sending you. It's kind of are horrifying. you texting it to me? Yeah, I just texted it to you right. then. <laughs> And it's so true, it is so true. I wish that I could send this to all of Maple Town so they could see, but someone actually did. Like, hit, oh, my gosh. oh, oh, that's—I've never really looked, thought about it that way. But his eyes are really small or extremely far apart. If the mask here is actually to work, that's that's pretty <laughs> horrifying. Ew, yikes! Game on, baby. <laughs> All right, man. I think we both needs to go, huh?
0: Yeah. Hey, yeah. let me let me just throw that in there real fast. if, yeah, if go you ahead, can go, do ahead that go ahead,
1: real quick.